0: Hey, this is Reza. This is Sandy. Welcome to the Stone Cold Sober Podcast.
1: Thanks for stopping by.
0: Hello and welcome to the 429th episode of the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Uh, Sandy, I'm really excited to hear this episode. I am yeah. a little bit annoyed that it's taken us this long to record <laughs> because of just you know busy weekend and then busy week. Sure, and everyone's tired. So, uh, but yeah, I've been I've been super excited to hear about this marathon because I honestly know nothing about it. I haven't like I saw some posts that you put on Instagram. You know, just you'd finish the marathon, but I've I never like looked it up to see how did you do. Uh, so please, please tell us all, all right. how to go.
1: All right, let's. Uh... I'll start from the beginning. Okay. Uh, it was an interesting week because I had to go to Boston uh, for like a 48-hour trip. Uh, and that was on Wednesday, Thursday. So I came back. Uh, and I wasn't feeling good because my I had gotten the COVID shot, the COVID vaccine, and the flu shot. And that was like messing with my heart rate.
0: Yeah, And yeah, so,
1: awful. right, so, like, the the last week of running, I was, like, really sort of, like, you know, just, like, getting back to it. But the hay was already in the barn. I had already done 16 weeks worth of work. It was what it was. The day of the marathon, uh, so the night before, I had a packet of instant ramen uh, with two eggs. And the reason why I did that was because I'm trying to eat carbs but not – uh, eat anything with dairy in it not eat anything with like high acidity to it right right Figure figured something easy to like get a, a ton of carbs in but not like uh yeah so i did that and i went to bed early but the night before the marathon which always coincides it always coincides with daylight savings yeah so which i it's good hate. because it falls back you get an extra hour of sleep but it's the night before the marathon i am not getting good sleep i probably got like four or five hours i had to wake up at four forty-five.
0: but uh, okay. can, I, can, I, can, I, can i quickly interrupt there yeah. does it mess with your body just like your your your, your just your circadian rhythm right Your because when i when daylight savings hits for me especially with gordon when i wake up at you know Seven six seven a.m., my body knows that it's supposed to be an hour later, just, as, you know, that on that first day especially. So was that tough? Is that especially tough? No, not really. No? no? Okay. Not
1: really. All right. Because it doesn't matter if, to me when it gets dark and the night before the big race, if it means getting an extra hour of sleep, it should theoretically be a good thing.
0: Okay. But the
1: nerves are firing and so – it's more of just like, all right, when can I, you know, when can this thing get going? And what's it called? So I wake up at 4.45. I like chug uh, an iced coffee that I poured the night before. It's like I took them out my retainer. I chug coffee immediately. I eat breakfast. But here's the thing. I leave my apartment at 6 a.m. Yeah. I had to leave my apartment, take the subway from 86th Street. All the way downtown to the tip of Manhattan. It says Bowling Green for me. Walk out of the station to the Staten Island Ferry. Yeah. Meet my friends. And then wait for the ferry. Take a 30-minute ferry ride to Staten Island. Get off of the ferry at Staten Island. Wait for about 20 minutes outside for the transportation buses. Get on a bus. Ride the bus for about 30 minutes, 30, 40 minutes to the starting area. Get out of the start, get out of the bus. Walk to the starting area through security to our area 3 hours from when I left my apartment wow. to the start of the race. So, mind you, I've been up since 4:45. Left my apartment at 6, got to the start at 9, and I don't run until 10:20.
0: That's wild. Holy smokes. Yeah. Sorry. No.
1: Now, here's the thing. There, You know, there's something called like passive caloric burn. Right, right. And when your adrenaline is high, you're burning way more calories. Yeah. And so what I, so the first mistake that I made, well, maybe the second or even third mistake was not packing like a peanut butter sandwich just to like munch on throughout the morning so that there's mm. like constantly more calories coming in. Right, right. Because if I eat the breakfast at five o'clock by 10, 20, five hours, you could argue like on a normal day, if you eat breakfast at 7, like you're starving by lunch.
0: Right. And Absolutely. you haven't
1: done much. You haven't really yeah. done much physically.
0: Yeah, no. Just <laughs> That's literally me every day. Yeah, eat my breakfast, so. get in the car, drive to work, sit down, work for a couple hours, starving. <laughs> you starving. know, like starving by, uh, by 11, 12, so.
1: Yeah, so, um, now thankfully, one of the friends I was working with, he uh got us VIP tickets to a VIP tent mm. so that just meant a covered tent with private porta potties, private water, Gatorade, like things of food.
0: That's going to be uh, I like look Oh, Mr. yeah. Mr. Dude. Mr. porta potty.
1: Mr. porta potty. Let honestly me tell what you something. <laughs> porta potties that were clean? Porta potties <laughs> that had toilet paper in them? Oh, dude, we were living large. So we're just, you know, laying around getting ready. Uh-huh. Uh, a friend of mine, she was looking to run sub four, four hours, and she was gassing me up. She goes, you and I have been training together. I know you have it. And I go, I don't know where you're getting this. I don't. But we were going to run together, and so we make it to the Corral. I toss my hoodie into the donation bin. We walk into the Verrazano.
0: Wait, wait. That's a thing? You throw a hoodie into a donation oh, bin? Oh, yeah. so
1: Yeah, so they have donation bins everywhere because historically the race starts... At a time of the year where it can be really cold. Like the first time I ran it in 2018, the starting temperature was like 40 degrees.
0: Mm.
1: But it gets warmer throughout the day. Right. But this way, what I did was I showed up in like, I went to Goodwill and I bought an oversized hoodie and oversized uh, like uh, joggers or or sweatpants. Yeah. So you stay warm. Your body stays warm. And then when you're about to run, I shed everything. I'm in a like a tank top and shorts. Right.
0: I forgot you can't we be ta- outside.
1: You know what yeah. I mean?
0: Yeah, we talked about this. I think it was I think it was Chicago, maybe.
1: Yeah, yeah. Did the same thing in Chicago. Yeah. That was freezing in the morning, but then it got way too hot. It started out in like the mid 40s, and it got up to like the 60s, um, and or 70s. This race was like 40s to 60s. I I knew it when this race was about to start. I could feel the sun on the back of my neck, and I go. Yeah, this is too hot. This is no good because the last seven weekends in New York City had rained. It was mid-40s and it had rained. And on each of those days, I was running outside. And so that day where I ran 22, it was like, and not only was it 22 miles, it was way more elevation over the course of 22 miles of the entire uh, marathon had. And I fucking smoked that run, dude. But it was like, you're cold. You know what I mean? Like, I only needed one real like hand bottle full of uh full of electrolyte drink and i was able to crush a 22 uh but anyways walk into the start of the bridge the they had like an artillery piece as a starting gun right next to us so it was really cool because when they fired it you could feel you could see the air like shift uh but started running with her and she's fast and I go, what am I doing to trying to keep up with her? Because the rookie move is to go out too fast, burn up all your energy, and then you get messed up. Yeah, yeah. But the, the thing that I was trying to counteract was my heart rate couldn't come down. And part of me was thinking, oh, no, is, are these the shots coming back up again? Or are these nerves? Mm. I was hoping it was nerves. So I was like, all right, let me try to run these nerves out. You know what I mean? Like, let's just get a little tired and then sink in. But I was running, like, the first 5K, 10K, 15K with her way faster than I should have. Like, I think we were, like, around, like, the low nines when I was trying to do, like, around 10. So, like, you could argue, like, 10% faster across 15K is, is a lot. It's a lot. And yeah. you know that it's not a linear relationship across that amount of physical exertion, right? Right. And so, at a certain point, I just let it go. You gotta go. You gotta leave me behind. And I just started to slow down. But then, like, I think it just got save to a point where, yeah, yourself. I just, yeah, kind of. Uh, I always have a rule with people that I run with on race day. I go, if you feel it, you push. Yeah. You don't. Yeah. You don't owe me nothing. We're all running right. our own race. Yeah. Uh, unless one of us is pacing the other of person, course. of course, But like, if, if we're not in a pacing relationship for that race, you just gotta go. You yeah. Just don't don't
0: go. let me slow you down.
1: Exactly. And so, and then left. just like you said,
0: don't don't compromise your race trying to keep up with somebody because that would be a a tough right. last half of the race if you if you going if you're going ten percent too hard for the first half.
1: Which is what I did, and so I burned out. Mm. Uh. The wheels came off this bitch early. (laughs) That's just just the guy's honest truth. I was walking by like 10 miles, which historically, Reza, with the New York City Marathon specifically, you have to run. With any marathon, the first half is you should feel nothing after the first half. I see. And with New York, you really want to still be feeling good after 16 because 16 gets you into Manhattan again. And the last 10 miles of New York are pretty brutal because that's where they keep most of the hills. I see. So you really want to be feeling good for 16, but I'm telling you, man, I wasn't feeling good at 10. So I was walking a ton by then. Mm -hmm. I stopped to talk to like, you know, spectators who had full bottles of water that I could fill up my running bottle with because I'd already run out. I struggled across every bridge. I walked every bridge. The first time I ran it, when I ran this in four hours, 11 minutes, like in 2018, I crushed the first 16 miles, dude. Like I was feeling really fucking good. Yeah. Now I I, I flamed out at the end, but like I waited until the Bronx to flame out. You know what I mean? Right, right. That was like around mile 20 when I hit that wall. But you know, it, it was what it was. And I told myself, listen, it's a series of small mistakes That add up into a larger thing. And then you just have to understand that you pay for it. And I I went in and I didn't really have too many time goals, which really helped. I think I would have really suffered even more mentally if I had like aggressive time goals. Mm -hmm. But I just knew I didn't earn the right to have aggressive time goals with the training that I had. I did really well training wise. I was really happy overall that I didn't get injured, that I ran like over 90% of my scheduled training runs, which is like fantastic. Right. But some days you have it, some days you don't and there's always going to be your worst race. Right? Yeah. Like would, out of all the races you've ever run, there's always one that's considered the worst. And mm. sometimes that's like way in distant memory, and sometimes it's the one you just ran. And for me, it was just the one I just ran. So Okay. You know, uh, you know I I'm, I'm 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 not like too disappointed by it and I'll tell you why. I finished. I swear to you. I walked into Manhattan. I'm like slow run walking. I see Carolyn. I see some friends at Mile Seventeen. I make my way over, and that's at like the video that uh, okay, that's what I yeah. posted. I was like, oh, he looks and I really look good. like <laughs> I look really good, right? But <laughs> everyone's asking, "How you doing? How you doing?" I go, I, I literally, and I'm not kidding you, with the biggest smile on my face. I go, I am not doing well, guys. My body is not feeling it, and I, I mentally really want to walk off the course at that point because it was so close to home. Yeah, it was literally like a five minute walk home at that point, or like a <laughs> ten minute walk home. All like,
0: oh, in my I've mind, I'm like, all
1: that, of man. this can be over.
0: Yeah, just walk away. Yeah, just walk away.
1: i yeah, I've, walk I've away. never
0: thought about that—that that you could be walking so close to home and so tired on the on the tail end, and yeah, what those. Like, it, mentality... You know what's interesting
1: though—it loops. So like, my apartment is close to like the 17 mile mark and the 23, 24, 23 mile mark. Because it's sort of like an out and back. I can walk home
0: and be home
1: so soon from those two points.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that sounds familiar. Well, I don't know if if you live in that same – kind of same area-ish. But I do remember when we came out to see you the last marathon that you ran and we saw you twice – relatively close to each other i want to say the first time we saw you was like 16 ish and then the second time we saw you was in the 20s but i might be a bit wrong on that
1: no that's exactly right that's exactly okay. right i just live in that in between now where the last time you saw me i lived on the west side
0: i see okay
1: so i'm like you know i i'm just pulling together my, my friend who's like a really accomplished runner he just goes dude you can still do it even though he texted my uh you know carolyn he goes he's going out too fast I'm too nervous for him. And mm-hmm. every, you just you just know. You just know when you goofed. You know. Yeah. And it's one of those things also like if my goal pace is 10, I really should be starting out at like maybe 11 and like ease into the run and do and do this thing called negative splits where each mile gets a little bit faster. So this right. way you want to end the race really strongly. But Right. I didn't do that. So I'm oscillating between like, you know, the first 15K was like, you know, around slow nines. But then I've got like, excuse me, 11-minute miles, 12-minute miles, 13-minute miles. It's just like basically I'm walking a lot of these miles, right? And so I see my 17. You know, I I get a refill of the water bottle from Carolyn, get a few more uh, electrolytes and uh, goose. My buddy, he goes – Dude, if your stomach can handle it, I need you to pump in as many electrolytes as possible just to give your body more energy to keep going. I appreciated it, but my body just didn't have it, dude. I was doing a lot of run walking. Yeah. It was hot as shit. Like, my, my shirt was pretty dry at that point because it just felt like all the sweat had had burned off and yada yada. Yeah. I see Carolyn again on the turn of 24 and she goes, "How you doing?" I go, oh, "I'm not doing well. Today is not it." She goes, "Is there anything I can do?" I said, "Yeah, if you can make the re- end of the race right here, that'd be great." Um, <laughs> but that point, I was I was basically like right at the last point of the race where you go back into Central Park, and now I know every corner of Central Park.
0: Yeah, that's your that's so your she gave second me home. One more,
1: that's my second home. So she gave me the hand bottle, and I just I and I go, "What am I? What am I tracking at right mm-hmm. now?" She goes. She pulled up the phone and the phone said I'm on track to finish by 4:45. And in my mind I go, Not really? 4:44 40, hours 45 minutes ain't bad, but I'm slower than that at this point. You know, this was maybe 10 15 minutes ago. Okay. So I go, oh, oh I got to high tail it. So trying I must be under 5 as, now. Yeah, I'm I'm really trying to be under 5 like okay. lifetime, you know what I mean? Yeah. I've gotten pretty close. So I'm running through Central Park. I'm like, oh, run. sorry. What,
0: what what's your best? What's your fastest marathon time?
1: Fastest marathon time is around okay. 2019 Berlin. Got but it. okay. Uh, Chicago. I mean, I'll pull up right now. Let me see. Let me go up to Abbott because Abbott is the head. Uh sponsor, Abbott World Marathon Majors. I'm logging into the runner portal right now. It no right now there are six world majors: Boston, Chicago, New York, London, Berlin, Tokyo, New York.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh my average time right now is 435. I have four stars. I've completed five. Let me just uh, I don't know, I don't want you to collect these. Uh Let's see, New York, my fastest time was 412.52, but okay. I ran it again five years later, and that's the one I just ran. Uh, I finished it in 452, so 40 minutes slower. Okay. Uh, I'm glad I finished it right before the five hour mark, but I'm at a point right now where I just got, so like I ran, uh, for 2018, I ran New York City 412.52. The next year, I ran Berlin in September 29th of 2019, and I did it in 4.10.53. And then COVID, three years later, Bank of America, Chicago Marathon on the 22nd, of so that was last year. I ran that in 4.58.11, so I skirted right underneath it. Tokyo Marathon, I did less running and less training, but the weather was more cooperative. Ran that this year in March of 2023 44358 and then on November 5th of this year I ran the New York City Marathon again 452 here's the thing couple of takeaways all right of what I need to do differently because I got to go back to the drawing board because I'm at a point right now where my body is trending more in the high fours, and if I really want to get in the low fours, high threes I really have to rebuild my body what does that mm-hmm. mean I need to be running less right now and be okay. strength training. I got to build up a core. I got to build some, some like upper body strength and some lower body muscle because I think what I've been running on right now is just pure cardio endurance. You know what I mean? Like my pain threshold may be a lot higher than most people and my cardiovascular health may be much stronger than most people but my strength is so much lower and you got to have way more strength to run faster. Cause then you're kicking further. Right.
0: Okay. Yeah. I also
1: need, so I need stronger legs to kick further, stronger angles for uh, stabilization, calves, quads, all that stuff. I need stronger hips. uh, so that all that, my, my, my lower body stays stabilized, need a stronger core so that my, uh, my form, I don't like start to hunch over. Mm-hmm. And I need stronger chest, shoulders, buys, and tries just to be able to stay upright, stay stay looking forward, and have my arms swinging, not feel as heavy as it is right now. So that's one thing that I got to do. more. Yeah. A lot of learnings on the race are just things I have to remember. Common things are like you don't carbo-load just the night before the big race. They say you should be carbo-loading and hydrating Three days leading up to the wow, race. Really? Yeah. Just like making sure that your body has a shit ton of carb stores and a lot of like just staying really, really hydrated. Why? Have you ever heard of the term bonking? Have I ever told you that I bonked in a race?
0: I think you did. Yeah. Can you B-Y-K? remind me?
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah. Bonking is essentially when your body has burned through all of its like short term sugar carb simple carb energy stores and now is trying to burn fat it is a really big moment in your body because normally you're just tired but when you bonk your body does feel like it's a more painful way a lot tougher thing because it takes so much more energy what is it it takes nine calories to burn like a calorie of fat versus four calories calories to burn a calorie or burn a gram of carbs something like that like burning Some, carbs yeah. is easier for your body right it's like if you needed to run a mile right now your, your body's not burning muscle your body's not burning fat it's burning the carbs that it has the simple sugars yeah there is a point where you use up all your stores and that's why you got to be really good about your electrolytes your goose giving your body more of that quick injection of like simple sugars that it can pull from to continue To delay the bonk. Uh, Mm. So, you know, a lot of stuff like that, just like being better about race strategy, being much more ruthless about like saying, listen, I'll start with a friend, but it's totally okay within the first minute if you run your race and I run mine.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, like, it's just a lot of
1: like mistakes that I made on my end. Uh, But it's sometimes good just to relive these mistakes, just to like triple confirm that A, these are mistakes, and B, you now know what it's like to be. On the receiving end of like having committed so many mistakes and having to deal with the fallout, and so if that's the case, it almost rem- it helps you re- like it gives you that confidence the next time you want to do these things to be like I have to do it my way, I have to do it in the way that I planned it. I spent sixteen weeks doing it. I'm gonna run this race my way. I think I just went into the race a little too loosey goosey about like ah. The race will be whatever it is, and you know it'll. it'll I'll have a good time, and, and certainly I did. I, I I finished the race. I got a medal. I did under five. Like I'm super happy that I was able to complete a 16 week training, no injuries. Ran the marathon, no injuries. Like it could always be worse. It could always be worse. There are yeah. people that train for the marathon. It's their first marathon. They get injured. They don't finish the marathon. Like that. That is. That's certainly a real eventuality, but you know how it is. We're 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 always striving to be as good as we can, and this is just the, this is my thing, and so it just means that I got to, I gotta be better, and so I'll be better. Uh, the next time, I don't know when the next time I run it. I'm signed up to run next year's, but Carolyn has the right to run it, and also. And between the two of us, if she wanted to run it, I would bow out. I would help her. And okay. Then I would help her train and then I would help her finish the marathon. It would be easier for me to cheer her. Yeah. And meet her at different spots throughout the city, making sure she had everything she needed as opposed to running alongside her, if that makes yeah.
0: sense. Yeah. Yeah, no, I do. I understand that. Yeah.
1: So yeah, that's really the that's really the marathon. I mean, it's a sick medal. I, I ain't gonna lie to you. I bought a nice jacket. I bought the jacket before the race. It wasn't a finisher jacket. It didn't say finisher on it. It would just said like this. It had this really beautiful like green and silver uh, pattern on it. It just said New York City Marathon. I told myself anytime I really wanted to quit, I go, you can't fucking wear that jacket if you quit, bro. Mm-hmm. And it's like, all right. Sometimes it's as dumb as that shit. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you just got to tell yourself whatever like you got to tell yourself whatever it takes just to get across the finish line like this year on a lot of the training runs the mantra that i would repeat to myself when the going got really tough was the magic you're looking for is in the work you're avoiding
0: mm. okay
1: now that's some dime store philosophy shit that i saw on instagram <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. but like it's like yeah sometimes like in 2019 I would keep saying five more steps or rather I would say five steps down, five steps to go. So every, so like that, and that would cover ten every 10 steps of the marathon and then every 10 of that is 100, right? And every 10 of that is 1,000. So it was really easy for my brain to just be like five steps down, five steps to go, five steps down, five steps to go. Just really get locked in like the almost uh, monk-like focus of like you don't think about the miles you've run. You yeah. don't think about the miles that you still need to run. You just worry about the next five steps, and if you can get through these next five steps, then you can probably get through the next five steps. And then next thing you know, you're just stacking five steps on top of five steps. And the next thing you know, you're you're still moving. You know what I mean? So, a lot of good learnings. Not my not my not my best, not my favorite, but in a way, I'm very proud that I didn't quit. Cause let me tell you, I almost yeah. walked off that course. I was so close to walking off the course. I've never been that close. And to know I got to the razor's edge and then like didn't jump off was like a it's a good sign.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'd say I, I, I'm proud of you too for for whatever for whatever that's worth. Um, but it kind of reminds me of Casey Neistat's uh, marathon last year. He when he ran the New York Marathon in 2022, he did a video on it, and he was just like, "It you're always I guess you know from afar, right? As an observer, you're expecting." people to to basically do what they did last time right maybe better maybe a little bit worse but like to do what they did last time but he that the same exact thing happened to him i want to say i I can't it's it's been a year but i want to say he did it's like it's actually kind of eerily similar i want to say he started running with somebody and the pace was too high And it was really, it was. Was it really hot last year? During last year, it was. It was dangerously
1: hot last year.
0: Okay, that was the other issue. It was too hot, and um,
1: people were collapsing on the course last year.
0: Yeah, brutal. He ended up walking a lot of it, and um, yeah, it's just. Sometimes, uh, sometimes that's how the clay crumbles. But it's really important, I think, that you were able to to still muscle it out and and keep moving. I haven't run, like I've mentioned, anywhere near <laughs> that many miles. But when I do run, those type of thoughts do happen, and it's like you know the, the, those occasional runs where if. As soon as I start walking, it's just so hard to start running again, and so oh, I sure. like you want to stop yourself from walking at all. And oftentimes, I I feel like I have to start thinking about like I have to start thinking like, uh, you know, how many miles? Like how many miles am I? How many miles do I have to run for me to feel comfortable at least to to start walking a bit, and um, you know, just try my best to you know if it if the goal's three miles can I make it to two? Can I can I at least get to two before I walk and if I get to two then how many miles of that last mile am I gonna run because I'm not just gonna stop. But uh yeah. That's uh yeah, tough, but but glad you did it. Glad you got it done. Yeah. Glad for you got sure. I'm glad you earned the right to wear that jacket.
1: Hell yeah. And I wore that jacket to the Charger Jets game the next night. Yeah you did. Uh I wore my jersey underneath it. And when it got cold, I zipped it up and then people were really confused because I would cheer every time Zach Wilson got sacked and they look at me I'm like, what? I'd be like, yeah. whatever. Yeah. So yeah, but that's it. Let's uh let's end this episode right here. How about that?
0: Yeah, sounds good. All right. Well, I'm Reza.
1: I'm Sandy. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you guys on the next one.